Hello and welcome to Connected episode 381. It's made possible this week by our sponsors, Squarespace, Smile, Capital One, and Memberful. My name is Stephen Hackett and I'm joined by Mr. Federico Fatici. Hello. Hi, how are you? I am good. How are you? I am good. I'm doing very well. I'm excited for today's show. Me too. Lots of good stuff today. And we're also mm-hmm. joined by our friend, Mike Hurley. This is unacceptable. What? What is? This is, this is unacceptable. This is an odd episode. And on odd episodes, I'm introduced first. But is the chairman now, and he can decide to do whatever this, he wants. Is this the decision you've decided this to is, make as chairman? This is, the, that you, this is the chairman perk, to reverse the order. That you were freed order. from the requirement to remember free, odd and even? <laughs> is this what you're giving yourself? Free to introduce people in a, whatever order he prefers. What did no? it is someone had their cursor up at the top and like selected the Federico line. So at the top of the document, we have mm-hmm. in Comic Sans... Two mm-hmm. lines. It says, mm-hmm. even episodes, Federico. Mm-hmm. Odd episodes, Mike. Mm-hmm. And I got it backwards because someone's cursor confused me. No, that's not true because I put my cursor up there after I realized you put Federico first. I think it was as so, I was saying his name, maybe. Then the cursor. Because you know what happened? I thought to myself, this feels like, I, I, I thought immediately, like, it feels like Federico's always introduced first. And then so mm. I went and checked the top of the document and then was horrified with what i found travesty backstabbing all that kind of stuff that really just sounds like some sort of um maybe we should talk to somebody about that like you always feel like you're you're well, but, in second playing second place to federico i mean well, a lot of us feel thing. that way well that's the whole thing well i have this wow. whole thing i'm sure <laughs> i've told you this before i feel like i shouldn't say this in public but i'm gonna say it anyway i have this thing where like i think everyone's taller than me yeah. Oh, really? So, like, people that I really respect or, like, people who I think are super creative or whatever, I always think, like, both of you, I think you're taller than me. But I think I'm taller than both of you? Or I'm, like, I'm the same height as Federico. But I have this thing of, like, I always, in my memory, I'm mm-hmm. looking up at people. And that's not good, is it? That's, like, an inferiority, inferiority complex. Yeah, you need to yeah, talk to somebody I think it's about worse that. when you actually can't say inferiority on the <laughs> <Yeah>. first try. <laughs> that's not good either. I think you gotta, you gotta work on that, buddy. What's your height in centimeters? Uh, hang on. 180-something? I think we're the same height. Ask Siri. What is six feet, one inches in centimeters? Man, this is taking so long. 185. You're 185? Mm-hmm. I'm 183. I mean, I might be 183, right? Like, yeah. uh, centimeters is way more precise than uh, yeah. feet and inches. We're about the same height. Like, I know that to be true. Yeah, and you're both, like, an inch taller than me. Because mm-hmm. I'm I'm six mm. feet. But that it, The weird part of it is I am as tall or taller than most of my friends, but I always think I'm smaller. So. Do you think, Mike, that this is this height complex is because you took the 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 expression "look up to people" too literally? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I I think this is the problem, right? I think that that is exactly it. Is I am looking up to people too <laughs> <But> like <laughs> too much. You can do so, you know. Uh, not literally. I mean, it's well, this—I mean, it doesn't happen literally, except in my brain. Anyway, we were talking who, about. Hang on, possible... hang on, hang on. Who is the tallest, like in our group? <laughs> I mean, Jeff Veen is, but he quit his podcast, so he doesn't count anymore. Jeff is 175 feet tall, so like he's a he's, titan. Jeff Veen is very tall. Syracuse is tall. Yes, 
I bet Syracuse is probably the tallest. I mean, I can't tell you genuinely if John is taller than me. I don't know. I mean, because I assume everybody is. So. I think John's like 6'2 or 6'3. Okay. He's he's a tall man. But other than that, Jeff Fien was the tallest. I think Mike and I are the same height, and I don't think Syracuse is tall like us. I don't think so. Federico thinks everyone's smaller than him. <laughs> yeah, I also got to look into that, right? <laughs> I mean, I have some pictures here and like John is towering over you, but I don't know if you're both standing straight, right? Like that's the problem. How can yeah, I tell? You're like kind of like hugging Merlin a bit in this picture. And also don't like old people get shorter. I think anyway. Syracuse is about <laughs> I think Syracuse is about the same height as us. Honestly, looking at mm. some some photos of John Syracuse that I have in my photos library, it's kind of kind of a toss up. I think I have a video here which I just found, which is a fun moment for me, which is the first time that John and Federico met, and Federico and Federico pronounced Syracuse. The way we say in Italy, it's Syracusa. Is that right? It's right in Italian. <laughs> <laughs> We've been talking about what perks the annual chairman could enjoy. Mike, you think that maybe I should just introduce Federico first every time. That no, feels I more think like that's a perk what you've for clearly chosen. That that's just feels like what you've chosen because that was what you did. Look, I'm just happy when I get the episode number right the first time because mm -hmm. that definitely doesn't always happen. But uh, Michael on Twitter suggested that we change the tagline of the show art to say technology without borders from Stephen and friends, since I'm the annual chairman this year. That feels pretty good. I mean, I don't like this, but the point is you get to do, in theory, whatever you want. But as I was completely shot down in the last episode for this, we still need to uh, set like the rules, right? There has to you you the U three wouldn't allow for my idea, which U3? is just U uh, two. So not only Jeez, are we taller than you, now? we outnumber Shut you. Shut up! This is you bullying now. This is cyber bullying. Uh, uh, Mike, do you think these tall people are are in the room with us right now? Do you see Syracuse right now? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I would want that. I love John, but I feel like if he was in here in my studio, he would have so many things to complain about. Mm. I don't think I could handle that. Um, you wouldn't accept my just the annual chairman gets to make the rule. So you can say whatever you want, but there has to be like checks and balances put in place based on what you two required. So you could you can propose this if you like, but my belief is you had to get some kind of vote or something you mm. wanted done. I don't remember. But we'll see. I haven't had I haven't heard the show speak to me yet, you know? What does that mean? You know, sometimes you just know what the answer is, right? And right. I haven't had right. that. The spirit the of connected has not visited me in the night yeah, yet. It's the Google document that speaks to you. The spirit, the spirit of connected lives in the Google document. I think so. I think the spirit of connected lives in the Google document. That it's is why ghost. we we cannot switch from Google Docs ever for this show. It's just a ghost that appears in the middle of the night and asks you for your password. Yeah. That's that's the spirit of the Google document. It whispers, sign into the correct account, please. You know who you know who is tall, by the way? John Gruber is tall. Yes. Okay. John Gruber is very tall. Yes. 
John Gilbert is taller than John Syracuse. He's the tallest how, John of all the Johnsies. Well, how tall is the one? T- one I was going to say one tall John. Jeez. <laughs> what is wrong with me? One true John. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I feel like a lot of our friends are like a little bit taller than me. Like, I think Gray and I are about the same height, but Casey's a little yeah. bit taller. Casey's hair is also tall. That's true. That gives him about seven inches. It's a lot of, a lot of hair product up there. <laughs> Lots of weird little bits of follow-up today. Okay. I think this is the entire segment. Yes. This is what it's about, right? The segment name where I talk about bathtubs. We had quite... Is a, that what you're wanting to bring in as your ch- as chairman? We have bathtub segment. bathtub segment. Yes. Uh, we had several hey, I'm good... I'm fine with that. <laughs> several good suggestions. Uh, mm-hmm. Tumas suggested tub grade... Which is perfect in every way. <laughs> Top grade. Yes. Uh, I had yes. a cons- I've had a thought that I would like to bring to the group. Okay. We all have like Zoom recorders, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. So like, member puck. <laughs> Three of us yeah. in the bath, not uh, together, but uh, kind of together. You realize you think people we want to are... pay for that. We are approaching OnlyFans territory. Here. Yeah, people pay for that kind of stuff. I mean, sure, but it's, I guess, not what I expected my career would become. This is the thing. Would people want to pay to hear a show, three of us, <laughs> in our own individual bathtubs? Uh, how do you know that I'm not in my bathtub right now? The sound. I feel like I would hear it. Uh, I, we will hear the water. And also, if... People check out Connected Pro at getconnectedpro.co. We were sharing images with each other, or YouTube mostly were sharing images with each other and then sending me screenshots of them. Yeah. And you didn't look like you were in the bathtub. You don't know that I didn't build a bathtub into the slab of Pod Cabin. That is a very good point, and I could imagine you doing that because you are such a bathtub freak. Can you imagine that it's like there's a button on the wall and the floor opens and there's a bathtub just like ever present? Yeah, you got a couple more kickstarts to go before that one. That's true. Yeah, please buy my calendar this summer. You gotta make some more calendars, man. <laughs> you are the James Bond villain equivalent of a bathtub, right? Man, <laughs> where it's like you have like a lair and you press a button hmm. and then like the bathtub appears from underneath the ground. I think this is a good direction for the show, honestly. Tub grade. We had a lot of feedback on the photos widget conversation that we had last time. Mm-hmm. There seems like there's a bug right now that if you delete a memory, it will just come back. So I tried mm-hmm. this. Actually, the day after we got this this note, there was a memory that I didn't... It's not that I didn't want it. I just didn't care about it. I was like, oh, well, maybe I'll try this. And so I deleted the memory and not only has it come back in the photo widget, it is like stuck in the photo widget. I feel like it's right. been there six out of ten times I pick up my phone since yep. the day I deleted it. So it seems to be a bug in iOS 15 where if you delete a memory, not only does it not die, it comes back stronger. So be warned. <laughs> like Hydra images. So, but it's so. like the... the the thing is as well, like I, I don't know if I recall this particular thing happening, but I believe it does. But part of the issue is you delete a memory, but those images just come back in a new memory, which is titled a different thing, right? It's even named the same thing. Like it is. No, this, I'm sure yeah. that is happening. Like I believe it. But my point is like even if it doesn't, mm, it's I like see. the system isn't learning and it's just it's still showing you those images yeah. because you can't say, why do I want to delete this memory, right? As like, you know, I want to delete this memory because I don't want pictures of these people or of this time period or of this location, but you can't can't really do that effectively. 
We also got some feedback that if someone is set up in like the faces feature, you can then tell the photos don't feature this person as often. And we touched on this, but I kind of wanted to like clarify it a little bit. So just as an example, like you don't want memories or widget stuff of maybe your ex. Well, you can't just go in, like we had suggested, go into photos and, and just, you know, go through and find them all and tell photos, hey, these photos, don't put them in memories, don't put them in the widget. Instead, you have to have your ex hanging around as a face record in photos, which you probably don't want. And you can't actually tell it never to feature them, just to feature them less. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, not it's great. No, it's like there's so many obvious loopholes in this. They really mm-hmm. need to revisit it. They really do. I wonder if any of these limitations are brought on by like the on-device learning as opposed to a cloud-based learning system. Where like if all of the rules are just being set on-device with on-device processing, you maybe can't have a set of metadata which is synced between the devices as clearly, right? Federico, is it still doing that? That like it's all kind of localized to devices and then some stuff is shared? It's gotten more complicated over time, I think, to understand. I think so. Yes, I think so. Uh, They're still doing um, that big sort of offline index of Mm -hmm. like all photos content that is like downloaded um, for sure when you set up a device. I also think that periodically, and there was an article or something about this or a white paper maybe, like how period, like the frequency that Apple uses to update this sort of on-device index of photo contents, mm-hmm. um, someone will find it. There was a schedule, I think, that basically Apple is able to push updates to your device, but then your device still does all the actual indexing offline on-device. Kind of a strange system, which I don't really understand myself. Uh, Real-time follow-up, a few people have posted in the Discord that if you select feature this person less, you can say never feature this person. Okay. But it's not as simple as that because then you do still need to keep their faces in the photos record, right? And it it just, it's like, there's just just not enough. It's not enough and it's not flexible enough because then if you remove that person from the faces record, then they're going to come back again. What a mess. Mm-hmm. You could just view faces in photos as like a group of people you never want to see, except mm-hmm. when you look at faces. We have some really big news. <laughs> Federico, I need your help. Well, I think maybe first we need to start from the story, from the sort of email we got and how we've been keeping all of this information as a surprise from Mike, too. Yeah, I don't Mike, know anything. Yeah, Mike I have no idea what any anything. of this is related to. I don't know what we're talking so about. So why don't you go back to last week, Stephen, and offer some context on what happened after the show? So in last week's show, we shared that I mailed Federico a bunch of stuff via UPS, and it has been sitting in a warehouse for a month. And mm-hmm. I said, look, if anyone out there listens to Connected, if you can help us with this, if you can point us in the <laughs> right direction, please reach out. We got an email from a listener who is a pilot for UPS in Europe. No way! (laughs) Pilot is the best part. I know. Yes. And apparently this person has access to to basically 
inquire on any tracking number. And so I yeah, said, a pilot. Of course they can. They do whatever they want, right? Yeah, they can just walk in there and get it. They hand delivered it to Federico. So we sent them the tracking number. Said, okay, we submitted an internal inquiry. And it made its way up to a, I don't want to give exact details because I, I wasn't given permission to give details, but a high up person, a person <laughs> with a very impressive title inside of UPS's Europe operations. They spoke to the person who is like in charge of UPS in Rome. Mm-hmm. They found, they got to the bottom of it. And within one and a half days of this email, Federico has the box. You should not be allowed the level of power that you have. Like, this is not good to have this. You got to put into the world what you want out of it. And I wanted Federico yeah. to have his box. And I now have it's the box. I have, this is the noise that he makes. Right. stuff inside so first of all i guess i should say that right do we have any idea why did they give any idea why it was stuck oh uh, there was any an invoicing problem in the system yeah something silly Stephen filled out the paperwork wrong no is that, is that what we're coming no. back to that Stephen correct incorrectly put some so i want to offer some context here first of all i want to say that Stephen hackett is kind of cheap when it comes to boxes this is a <laughs> reused amazon prime box it is it's what I had handy. It's a it's an Amazon Prime box. It's not personalized at all for me. And there's a piece of tape. There's a piece of tape that says, wow, now, and then it's cut off. I guess it was what? some sort of message. For, it says, wow, now. Yeah, some That's sort right of Amazon tape. advertises on their tape, which is terrible. Anyway, we are opening the box right now. I've always kind of liked the advertising on the tape. So well, you got to put something on there. I hope I don't cut myself. Okay. It's up to you now. <laughs> it's out of my okay. hands. Everything smashed to pieces. Okay. Hold on. Box. Hold on. It's just destroyed. Okay. I'm opening the box. If we know anyone in the USPS, I have a parcel that's lost. <laughs> if you know. Oh, this smells like Steven. It does smell like Steven in here. Oh, that's good. I'm jealous oh, of that. Very good. Very good. There's a... Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. So first object... There's a calendar in here. Excellent. Is it a good Let's calendar? See. Let's see. I'm going to make a giant mess of... It sounds like you're going to. Yes. How do I open this calendar, Steven? Oh, okay. There's a, a little tab. Mm-hmm. Pulls Let's right see. open. Oh, nice paper smell. Okay. They The, the calendars the, do smell good, don't they? The Apple hardware calendar for 2022. Oh, this is so nice, man. Thanks. Oh, look at that font. Wow. Nice. Nice, nice. Okay. There's a dog cow. <laughs> Federico, you should be an unboxer. Wow, this iPod photo is incredible. The one with the iPod Nanos in all colors. That took a long time. That is so good. I love it. And it sm- smells so good, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay, so this is the calendar. It says thank you at the end. Oh, nice touch. This project has been an unbelievable thrill, and I have been blown away by your support. Oh, that's nice. Okay, so that's the calendar. What else is in this box? Only Um, you can tell us. Yeah. Okay, let's see. There's uh, something with some koala-themed gift wrapping paper. Mm. 
I'm gonna open this. What? I am opening it. Oh my god, it's the it's the little um Oh my god, it's the what's the name of the the little uh Ricky. It's Ricky. Is it yeah. a little Ricky? That's from Ellen, right? Yes. There are stuffed ones. Yeah. Yes. With with the, with the stuffed one. Yes, with the with the little crown. Oh my god. Yours has a crown? Mine has a crown. Oh! <laughs> it's incredible. I'm gonna take a picture right now. Oh my god! So Stephen, do you do you have just a, you just have plain OG, right? Because I have medals. Mine was plain, but now uh, it has. When I get near, it has some sort of energy field of winning it's hard to really describe there's something intangible about it oh okay there we go i wonder where this is going mine has <laughs> a crown mine has a crown Prince it's incredible Flexi. it looks fantastic and it feels so good to touch it's great oh right god. mine just sits here right on my desk in front of me all the time oh my god and it smells like my grandma oh with the, <laughs> you know with the, with the with the knitting it, and, there's a lot of smelling the, in today's episode i wasn't expecting yes. so much smelling Oh, Let's I like. To, I'm a big smell boy. I like to smell everything. <laughs> okay, that's great. <laughs> this this crown is great. Is that is that knitted too? The crown, like, uh, no, like no. Okay. It's I don't know what. It, well, maybe I don't know. It's it's different material. Okay, I think it's still yarn though. I think it might be just like sparkly yarn. Okay, so there's more padding in the box than what? Okay, what else? Uh, there's some colored yarn. That holds a card. Okay. Oh, the, there's a message from Ellen. Uh, okay. You don't uh, need to read that on the show. That might be a, a personal message. I don't, I don't think it's personal. It's just a very nice message. Um, oh, okay. So, I mean, I, I don't think there's anything secret in here. Hi, Federico. Sorry for the first one. Sorry, the first one got lost on the way. I hope you like this little guy when he finally gets to you. Thanks for all you do, Ellen. Ellen, thank you so much. This is a and and there's yarn holding the card. This is so lovely, Ellen. That's, Incredible. That's pro move. That's pro thank move. you, thank you. Really nice handwriting too. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, there's more stuff. Mm -hmm. All right, let's see. There's a ah, oh, there. This is a holiday card. From the Hackett family. That blew up the entire UPS system. <laughs> <laughs> they wanted to know the value of this holiday card. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was the problem. Mm -hmm. You know, the card, I sent right? UPS Italy a very stern email a couple oh, yeah. of weeks ago. Uh, they were asking me for a market value of the holiday card. They wrote to me saying, we cannot determine the market value of the following items. Holiday greeting card. I replied to them saying that it was unacceptable that I literally wrote, it's unacceptable that you're holding a gift from uh, a friend of mine hostage in your system. So maybe that was an unfortunate choice of words because maybe I upset them. Maybe. What is the market value of a holiday card? Like, what is the answer to that question? Like, this is priceless to me. It came from a friend. Now what are you going to do? <laughs> right? <Yeah>. Like, <laughs> Wow, did you know no that Stephen on, on this holiday card wrote, I'm the new chairman, you suck? Wow, thank you, Stephen. <laughs> Which is no, weird because I shipped it a month before we did the Rickies. <laughs> I was so confident. He cheated. That's, that's proof of, best proof of fixing. Proof of Yes. Ricky fixing. There's more stuff in the box. Of course there is, because this Hold needs on. to continue. <laughs> more. There's minutes. a little bag. 
There's okay. a little bag featuring postcards of Stephen's old Max, like the photos from the calendar. Oh, yeah, these were your extras, the prints. Oh my mm-hmm. God, there are s- the prints. Oh, there's 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 an apple. What's it called? The Pippin, the mm-hmm. video game con. Oh my God, Stephen, Power PC. These are so good. Look at this guy. It's basically like Federico Christmas at the moment. <laughs> it is. It was supposed. It was supposed to be. Well, <laughs> there are stickers. <laughs> there are stickers. Yeah. Oh my God! These <laughs> are going to go on my iPad Pro. I resisted the temptation of putting stickers on the iPad Pro so far. Mm-hmm. There's a little iPod sleeping in the sock. My God! These are so I good. wouldn't recommend doing that yeah because i feel like you might only get a few months out of those stickers on the current ipad right i feel like well, if you really the love magic the sticker keyboard, is it gonna they changed the, oh, magic, the magic keyboard, keyboard. last year oh, okay yeah. fair enough they're not gonna the change keyboard. it again okay i thought you're gonna put them on the ipad itself hold on there's more stuff in the box <laughs> no way <laughs> but wait there's but this more is, <laughs> this is wait. the last item box okay. is done Come on, Jesus. Freaking box. There it goes. There it goes. All right. Oh, God, I made a giant mess of everything. Um, (laughs) Okay. There are magnets in here. Mm. This is the official connected magnet. So there are stickers Mm -hmm. with the Ricky's, the Ricky's trophy Mm -hmm. sticker. Mm -hmm. And... Oh my god, this the mag tricky. Yeah. It smells incredible. Have you oh smelled god. the back of the mag tricky? <laughs> I feel like it's probably not good for you. Oh my god, it smells like you're inhaling something that is gonna energies. kill me and I love it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> it smells incredible. I have not smelled my mag tricky. Okay, <laughs> so I have two of them. I have two of them. Mm-hmm. Gonna keep one in the box. And there's the little, oh God. Okay. I have the magnets, which are two silver ones and a bigger golden one. Mm-hmm. These are really strong magnets. They're very strong magnets. How yeah. is that possible? They are much stronger than I <laughs> oh anticipated, <my> but <laughs> I had to buy them oh in bulk. God. And so that's, uh-huh. they are what they are. <laughs> They're so okay. strong that it's, this is a funny thing. Unless you put the magnet on something magnetic, it is not possible for me and you to be helped. Yeah. So if you put the magnet down on like a on wood or something and you try and put one of the silver things on me and Federico's locations, they just fly together. So you have to kind of put it on something. Wow. It's a magnet. What were you expecting? It goes on something. So, like so. So. I know golden magnet yep. goes to... No, so, so there's been confusion around this. My, my thought was you use the silver ones for the the winners unless someone is combined and then they get to use the gold one okay because you have two silver so right now one would be on memphis and one would be on you all right and when i win the next event one i would get the gold one over memphis wait i am the keynote chairman right now aren't you or is that mike uh no it's federico i think it's federico it's me oh well done me okay so on uh the wikipedia rickies.net uh, Jason has actually got a guide, which is hilarious because we all clearly very much need the guide of how to explain for the both the official wooden illuminated tricky and the mag tricky because they are different. Because on the tricky, the real tricky trophy, the annual is the larger circle. Yeah. 
At least someone's keeping track of yeah, this. Yeah, because you you can't really like overlap mm-hmm. magnets in the same mm-hmm. way that you can the. Can I destroy the little padding, the plastic bags filled with air? Yeah, Stephen, put please. In? Can I do it? Uh huh. Oh, that was underwhelming. That, yeah, that was pretty. That oh, was, was, was that it? Oh, this is gonna this is gonna make more noise. Hold on. Oh no. Oh God. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm done. Federico, how do you feel about popping balloons? Oh, very good. Yes. You like doing it? Okay. Yes, especially to kids. <laughs> oh, wait. As in, like, a kid's got a balloon. Do you pop it, or you like, pop it? It may, it may have happened. Uh, on oh, occasion. Man. Yeah. He's such a prankster. He is. Yeah, I know, right? Mm-hmm. Oh God. So I made a mess of everything. Uh, this calendar is gonna go on my desk, like above my desk. Uh, the mag tricky will go on the fridge. Oh, nice. The stickers will go on the magic keyboard. And where's where's Lil Ricky gonna go? On my desk. Perfect. Next to my next to my amplifier. Here you go, so guy, little guy. The saga of the shipping is finally complete. It is. It's complete. Excellent. Thank you. Unnamed Pilot. UPS. Well, we know your name, but we cannot share your name. Thank you, listener pilot, for mm-hmm. your service. Thank you for your mm-hmm. service. Um Whenever, whenever I have this thing with like um, pilots, I think of the Catch Me If You Can movie and like how pilots are presented as like these super like fancy people that everybody respects. I think of pilots that way, like in that movie. Yeah, I think people do treat pilots like that. In general. Yeah, like they have that certain energy when they walk through the airport. Yes, you know? they mm-hmm. they yeah. have that sort of. Big plane energy. I mean, luckily, <laughs> you know? they walk confidently, which is what you yes. want to see. Like, if I don't want to see my pilot, like, <laughs> shuffling nervously <laughs> towards the plane, you know? Like a pilot is a <laughs> decrepit little guy. Well, like, they, they, like, walk up to the door <laughs> yeah. and turn around and walk back and then go, oh, Look, I don't know, and then they go on. I don't want that. We all know that Mike wants his pilot to be taller than he is. I 100%. Well, I know my pilots are taller than me, right? That's how I always imagine it. The pilots are always bigger than me. Big people. This episode of Connected is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform to build your online presence and run your business. From websites and online stores to marketing tools and analytics, they've got you covered. Squarespace combines cutting-edge design and world-class engineering making it easier than ever to establish your home online and to make your ideas a reality. Squarespace has everything you need to create a beautiful and modern website. You start with a professionally designed template and use drag-and-drop tools to make it your own, customizing the look and feel, the settings, the products you have on sale, all with just a few clicks. And all of that work is optimized for mobile. Your content automatically adjusts so it looks great on any device. With Squarespace, you get free, unlimited hosting, top-of-the-line security, and dependable resources to help you succeed. There's nothing to patch or upgrade. They have 24-7 customer support if you have any questions. And their tools let you quickly and easily grab a unique domain name and manage all of your SEO and email marketing needs as well. You can use Squarespace to publish your next blog, promote a business, announce an event, showcase your work with a portfolio, and so much more. I love working with Squarespace. I love that I can take a website and evolve it and change it over time really easily, adding features and functionality as we go, not having to rebuild everything. You can just turn things on as you need them, and it automatically just all works. 
Head to squarespace.com slash connected for a free trial with no credit card required. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code connected to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com slash connected. And we decide to sign up, use the offer code connected to get 10% off your first purchase and to show your support for the show. Our thanks to Squarespace for their support of Connected and all of Relay FM. So last time we spoke about Wordle and Federico's Wordle bot, um, and there's an update to the Wordle bot, which we'll get to in a second. I just wanted to tell you a very quick antidote. And, and oh my god, I'm all over the place today. What is the word? Not antidote. Anecdote. Antidote. There you go. Antidote. Oh, very quick antidote about uh, Wordle today. I woke up this morning and everyone I saw posting online was solving the Wordle in two. Therefore, today I did not play Wordle because I knew I wouldn't get it in two. And so I was like, I don't want to play this and feel bad. No, so I didn't I play. didn't get it in two either. Don't worry about okay, it. Okay, cool. Well, I know what it is now because I asked the dean, I was like, what was Wordle today? And she told me and I realized I wouldn't have got it in two. I think it was very much a like starter word Wordle for people today. So like it worked out pretty well for a lot of people. Anyway, so Federico posted an update to the Wordle bot to make it more accessible. Now, this mm. was surprising to me because... So like you know, I'm definitely showing a, and I'm I'm fine to say it. Like we all make we all don't know everything. Uh, this was a surprise to me because I had assumed that the the Wordle bot that you had was more accessible because you added um, kind of like explainer text with the right. emoji, right? So yep. like the the thing that you did was like, oh, like uh, second line two correct yep. letters one incorrect. So I thought like, oh, that that is obviously more more accessible than how it was prior. And yes. the way that you did it was like, oh, now it outputs an image. And I couldn't understand how this would be better because like an image is like an image, right? Like if you yep. can't see the image clearly, how could it be any better? So could you explain how, why, and then what you did? So the way that I approached this initially uh, is exactly as you mentioned. I thought just by adding the explainer text on each line, this is going to be more accessible than the sort of default sharing mechanism of Wordle. And it was, but it wasn't enough because it still was not fixing the main problem. There's a, the, there's a core problem with the way that Wordle uh, shares results as a block of emoji. And specifically, the problem is that... Um, People who, re who rely on screen reading technologies like VoiceOver, when VoiceOver hits one of those tweets that contain all the, you know, contain the grid of all the emoji from your mm -hmm. war results, it, it, if you listen to what voice, VoiceOver does, it sounds horrible because it basically starts reading green square, gray square, gray square, green square, yellow square, and so forth for each line and each emoji on each line. Mm -hmm. It's not a good experience. It's not a pleasant experience. And my shortcut, the original version of my shortcut was not doing anything to fix that. Images, and this is sound this sounds funny because for years we've been told and we thought, you know, sharing an image, like sharing a screenshot of text on Twitter is not accessible. And by default, it is not. It's still not accessible if you do that. The thing, though, is that now on Twitter, you can share an image and you can attach a, uh, an alt text attribute to that image. You can attach a description to the image. And this is important because when screen readers like VoiceOver, they read 
out loud a tweet that contains an image, if that image contains the alternative text, they are going to read out loud that description to people who use voiceover. It's like you can add a caption to the image that you share on Twitter that voiceover, in this case on, I, on, on all Apple platforms, voiceover will read, thus making the image more accessible than the block of emoji. Because voiceover is going to say image, uh, description for the image, and it's going to read your description of the image right. that you've attached to your tweet. So I have improved Wordlebot to support two different output formats. Okay. The classic one with the block of emoji and the description for each line. So you're going to have your classic line of emoji and next to the line, a summary. Or you can now export your emoji grid as a PNG image. It saves to your photo library. You can attach the image to a tweet and either on the Twitter website, in the Twitter app, uh, in TweetBot, and in any other compatible client that supports accessible images, you can open the alt text field for the image, you can hit paste, and you will have the uh, line results already filled in that will serve as your description for the image that you are attaching to your tweet. So that folks who use voiceover, when voiceover reads the tweet on the timeline, it will say image, Description for the image, line one, two perfect, one partial, and so forth. How do I see the alt text description on an image? I can't, right? Like, you have to use voiceover. I think uh, in the Twitter uh, app, you have it's only shown if you use voiceover. Okay. I'm not sure if in third-party clients, some of them allow you to see it, even if you have voiceover disabled. Okay. Yeah, they're saying in Discord... Uh, that you can't. Apparently on Android they do, which is odd. Hmm. Um, but it might be like an Android accessibility option. But yeah, okay, fair enough. Well, this is cool to do this then. This seems complicated though. It was because okay. <laughs> there's no, there's no, you would think, oh, in shortcuts, I'm sure there's a way to say, take this emoji text and make it into an image. Mm -hmm. There is not. <laughs> there's no, in shortcuts, there's no action that explicitly lets you do text to image you can do it implicitly meaning you can take a text action put a get images from input after it and you will get an image right but there's no control over how that image is put together like meaning you cannot style like the size or the proportion or the alignment of the text it's at like all. Federico, why is your word all formatted in a circle? I don't know, man. Don't don't ask me. There's nothing you can do about that by default. Now there are some third-party uh, shortcut utilities that have actions to do that. However, I did not want to have any third-party dependencies into this shortcut. You know, this is, this is a very popular shortcut that has really taken off. And I don't want to add any complication to people to, in saying, oh, but make sure you install this third-party app from the App Store. You know, it's not a great experience. So I remembered uh, from my Apple Music Wrapped experiments a few years ago, I remember that there was a way to 
sort of work your way around text-to-image conversion in shortcuts by using this ridiculous workaround that involves uh, creating a local web page and using HTML to turn text into an image. I know it's ridiculous, but it works. And so I did some Googling and someone on Reddit, um, uh, which I linked on Mac Stories and also credited them in the shortcut, uh, had this exact same problem last year. And they came up with a solution for converting emoji to um, images in shortcuts. Uh, right. You're basically loading this uh, HTML data uh, as a URL, and then you're saying crop the URL, which is totally ridiculous, but it works. I had to modify mm. that uh, to get the exact dimensions that I wanted, and I also needed to figure out how to turn a grid. This is a fun. Um, it was a fun programming problem for me. Like, how do you turn a grid of emoji into one image? Because if you think about it. I only had a way to get a single emoji and make it into an image. But what I needed to do was I needed to start two repeat loops, basically. Because what I needed to do was, okay, I need to break it line by line and do the all the emoji on the same line. And I need to merge them horizontally so that I have one image that is just one line of all the squares next to each other. Okay. But then I also need to merge them vertically, right? Because I need to put one line after the other. And so it was fun to solve this with multiple um, repeat loops in shortcuts. Basically, um, for those curious, I'm splitting, the I'm splitting the grid of emoji by line, and then I'm splitting the line by character. And it's war the shortcut iterates through all the characters and then merges all the lines, and you end up with a single PNG that is saved into the Photos app. Um, so that was fun. Shouldn't be this difficult, though, to, to make an emoji into an image in shortcuts. But it works. Thank you for your service. Uh, you're welcome. It was fun. So like Stephen has a bathtub segment, I feel like I should have a segment where I bring products that I find <laughs> on the internet to the two of you that I think you might be interested in. Today, I have two charging-related products. They tend to be charging-related things, too, I realize. Um, I have the Mophie MagSafe-compatible 3-in-1 travel charger. Catchy name from Mophie there. But this is a very interesting and I think kind of cool product. It is a fold-up charger like the MagSafe Duo but it has three elements to it. It is fully MagSafe certified compatible, so it charges up to 15 watts, so it gets cool. the full power that MagSafe can get. That's in the middle. On either side of it, you have a little AirPods tray, so it's a Qi charge, which has like a molded part, which would fit AirPods. Um, obviously, I don't know how that's going to work as they change AirPod cases, etc., etc., but we'll see. And also a watch charger. They can both charge up to 5 watts. It comes with a cable and a 30-watt brick to power it all and a cute little pouch. It's $149.95 available from the Apple Store right now. I think it's just in the US. At least I couldn't find it in the UK because I would have bought this product because I think that this is a really good-looking product. I can ship it to you. Uh, but now I just realized I, don't, I can't do the MagSafe because of the pop socket, but 
anyway. You know, you made fun of the name, but I think these Chargers have the best names of anything in our sort of world because it's exactly what it is. It's like, oh, what is that? Oh, it's a three-in-one travel charger. You totally get it. Fair enough. You're completely correct. It's a boring name. It's a long name, but it works. The next one is a... This is purely for Federico, this one. It is a Belkin MagSafe charger. It is $60 from the Apple Store. It's available in black or white. comes with a braided cable that's two meters in length, which is twice that of Apple's. It does the full 15-watt speed. But the reason this is for Federico is this MagSafe charger has a kickstand. Come on. They have kickstands. So you can charge and watch things, but it doesn't matter what it is because old kickstand Tichi over here, super into it. Both of these are available on Apple's website, which that's why I reckon that they are like is a rare thing. These are both fully MagSafe certified, these products, which isn't a thing that we see very much. Yeah, but is it available in Italy? Like that's my problem with all the Belkin stuff. It's not available for me. And I'm, I'm, neither of these products are available for me either. So we're going to have to get, I guess, one true John on the case. Oh, wait Or what is it? Big Apple Buddy? See wait if Big Apple second, Buddy can get it for Wait a second. So this one with the kickstand is not available. However, However, I just searched the Italian Apple Store, and I think that finally the three-in-one Belkin charging pad is available for me in Italy. What is that one? What is that one? Uh, the one that we talked about a while back that does the fast charging for the watch. I think it's this one. Oh, Belkin Boost Charge. Boost Up Arrow Charge TM Pro 3-in-1 Wireless Charging Pad with MagSafe. Okay, that's a bad name. <laughs> I think it's finally available for me. Guys, don't don't buy it. Don't don't steal it from me, all right? I Please, I need this thing on my nightstand. And you're worried that everyone in Italy is currently buying it because you're talking about it? Yes. Are they all taller or shorter than you? No, see, that's the thing. I think that everybody is listening to me all the time. Mm. Oh. That's one of my things. Interesting. I mean, to be fair, they should. But. Have you ever seen The Truman Show? No, no, listening as in following my advice. Oh, they're just... In, it's not like a creepy thing. Everyone's just like... It's a pleasant thing. Oh, this is this isn't like an. I think people listening to me. It's bad. It's like everyone pays attention to my every word because it's so good. Everybody pays attention to me. Yeah. This is like a weird MagSafe, uh, a weird uh, uh, Air Power. This thing. Yes, this, this is weird charge. Air Power, and it does Apple. It's watch. like Air Power from another dimension or something. Yes, it's it's boring Air Power, which is exactly what I wanted. You got the three separate uh, positions, and you put the things down, and they charge. And it comes with fast charging for the Apple Watch Series Seven which is the new thing this year. I just found a product on Apple Store. They must have added a bunch of stuff today. The Belkin Secure Holder with Wire Cable for AirTag. Oh, this is new. Must be new, right? This is exactly what I'm looking for for luggage stuff. It's like, basically, you lock it into place and it never comes off until you unscrew it again, I guess. is like a key or something. I could take one of those. Do you see they've even got... There's one of an image, Stephen. you like it. It's like attached to a Pelican case. Oh, where is this? I need to find this. Well, I put it in the Discord. It's also in the show notes. But this looks cool. I hope that they does have this look the cool. on the UK website. I bet they don't. Um, but I'll do with it. Come in white or one. black. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm ordering a couple of these. This is something that I want. Oh, it's on the UK store! Hooray! Hooray! 
I'm going to get one of these because this is exactly what I wanted uh, when I was still trying. When I was, oh, it's sold out. So that's no. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I expect oh, no. it's like not yet available, right? They've got the the thing up, but it hasn't actually been made available here. But uh, I'll look forward to that because that's exactly what I was looking for. Uh, and so concludes my tour of Apple's new accessories. Thank you for your service, Mike. <laughs> Anytime. I'm stuck using Apple Pay to buy one of these Belkin things. I can't read an ad yet. <laughs> oh, we've got to like uh, just spend some time for you here. Yeah, like, come on. There we just go. Like ramp a little bit. Because I'm on an Intel Mac, so it has to like talk to my phone for me to do it. It took a long time. Yeah, that can be a little bit um, unreliable. Yes. I've Agreed. Found. Okay, now it's done. Now we can move on. This episode of Connected is made possible by Text Expander. I'm going to tell you all a story. Okay, our system says, please feel free to riff. So I'm going to tell you a story about Text Expander. When a long time ago, well, a lifetime ago, when I was uh, a Mac genius, it was really important to have like really succinct case notes. So like if someone came in and their iPhone had a big scratch on it and they think that we should replace it under warranty, just for instance, I don't know anybody that's happened to we would need to always gather set amount of information in the notes, like the type of damage, what the customer said happened, uh, other information about the case or the you know the product. And the guy that we all worked for had on each of the MacBook Pros at the Genius Bar had Text Expander installed. And so if you came in with a broken iPod, I still remember it, it was uh, IIPOD. So it was like I iPod, and that would expand automatically all the stuff we needed to put in for an iPod. Then we could just tap through and enter the serial number and you know what the customer said happened and what we were going to do to fix it. And it made all of our notes uniform. So if you were working on something and then you were on you know out for two days, someone else could come in and see what you did and pick up you know where you sat things down. And that's when I started using Text Expander. That was a lifetime ago. But I still use it because it makes things like data entry and uh, support email and just overall communication more simple and more consistent. So you put your content into Text Expander and you give it uh, an abbreviation. And then whenever you type that abbreviation, no matter what app you're in, if you're on a bunch of the other devices, it automatically expands. And it can do really clever stuff too, like insert dates and times. It can move the cursor around for you. I've got some that load up like drop down f- like fields. And so I can say, you know, I need something out of this form and it drops down with all the, the items that I've told Text Expander about in advance. It makes work way faster and way more consistent. I use it on my Mac, I use it on my iPhone and iPad. I haven't installed on my PC. It works on Chrome as well. And as a listener of Connected, you get 20% off your first year. So visit textexpander.com slash podcast to learn more. That's textexpander.com slash podcast. Our thanks to Text Expander for their support of the show and Relay FM. Roast me, baby. We're doing it again. Roast me. So, okay, so I got to say something here. Uh-huh. Does it have to be as mean as the last time? What happened last time that you said that you I don't know. I don't we, were, we were very mean about it. You guys were both mean to me. Why? Because you roasted me. But, like, what was mean about it? I don't know. The whole thing. Well, 
uh, here's the thing. Hey, hey, I tell you what, right? You're going last, right? It, we're in our list. It's going to be me, then Steven, then Federico. You have the ability, Federico, to set up how you're going to be roasted. You know, if you come at me when you look at my screenshots here, you know, then I'm gonna I'm gonna clap back at you. But if but you if you you know, roasts don't have to be mean. They can be. You know, we can we can just you could just comment on my stuff. But it's when you start saying stuff like, "Oh, how can you even see your icons of that wallpaper?" Then you know, I think I think of roast as a clickbait thing to get people to listen to the chapters. Right. We don't have to be mean to each other. No. Well, you both were mean to okay. me. Okay. Well, well, we'll try to behave this time. But let's start with Mike. <laughs> I don't remember being mean. I apologize. Yeah, it, was, it was very, 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 very mean. Very Scarring? Kindergarten mean, you know. Kindergarten like a, mean. Yes. Yes. Right. Anyway, look at this wallpaper. <laughs> <laughs> what sucker has this? <laughs> no, some context. So we are roasting... Uh -huh. iPad home screens. iPad home screens today. We've done. You guys have done Mac docs before. I had a Mac. Mm -hmm. I guess maybe we should do an addendum at some point for my MacBook Pro. Well, doc, I mean, you maybe. had one, but you just weren't really doing anything with it. So I guess maybe we could do that as a mini topic in the future. Is Federico's? Yeah. I think we. I think we did that when you were at the beach one week. Yes. Yes. I don't. And also, my Mac Mini was not with me physically. Oh, okay, cool. That's a good. We can put that in for later on. Let's get Federico. Plus, your your menu bar's madness. Are we doing yes. Doc or menu bar for you? You didn't do. Is it Doc or menu bar the one that you didn't do? I think it was Doc, right? I think I it was Doc. I don't remember. Yeah, I didn't do the Doc. Yeah, we've done iPhone home screens, and now we're doing iPad home screens. And now I would like for context here to say that. I was the only one in this group of people that bothered to use an iPad Pro. These two just took a screenshot of an iPad Mini. Well, I mean, I could have taken a screenshot of my iPad Pro, but that would have been useless to you because I don't use, the I don't use anymore. it. Mm, yeah, yeah, okay. So well, yeah, I, I took a screenshot of the iPad I use every day, not one that I use once every few weeks. And again, you've gone mean already. You've gone mean. No, I'm not seeing. See, I no, I am not mean. I am doing it out of love. Like I'm, I'm just saying, <laughs> you know, to to make you better as a person. All right, cool. So again, you are setting the energy <laughs> that you want by the time we <laughs> get round to yours. So I have two screens for you. They're in the. They're, you have them. I've put them in the notes. They're available to you. What would you what what roast me? Okay, what mm -hmm. is it gonna take? Mm -hmm. What is it gonna take for you to change this wallpaper? Finding a better image that I like more. Put a put a price on this wallpaper. There is no price. What do you mean put a price? Uh, no, there must be a price. Like, okay, would you change your wallpaper if I sent no. you right now one thousand dollars? Wow. No. How about two thousand? Well, because you five thousand. Like um, yeah, five. I'll do it for five grand. I'll, I'll change my wallpaper for five grand. Okay. Would you do it for four and a half? No, I've set up five now. That's my price. Zach wants to know if you would do it for sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Uh, yeah, I'll change everyone's <laughs> wallpaper. I'll find a way to go around and change everyone's wallpaper for sixty-eight point seven billion dollars. Okay, so wallpaper is not going to change. You know what's quite funny to me? I have this image open, right? And I'm looking at it. Behind it is my uh, iMac desktop. Same wallpaper. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> so I'm like, in, I'm like in some kind of recursive nightmare. 
I would like to focus on the bottom right corner of this home screen. Yeah. In the dock, yep. there's the app library. Uh-huh. That icon, yes, the is that yeah. the economist? It's also on the home screen. It's oh, also on its home screen. Uh, it's on the, oh my God, you're so, you're so adult <laughs> and fancy now. I read the economist, the economist Oh, you do. Mm. Mm, in yeah. your top hat and your monocle. <laughs> like just sitting there with your iPad mini. Well, before when I was reading comic books in my top hat and monocle, it didn't really work, so I just switched to The Economist. Mm. Okay. Uh, before we go any further, I we need to roast Apple a little bit for the iPad mini. How bad are the margins <laughs> on this home screen? It's so stupid. The spacing, <laughs> it's so bad. Why? Like there's there are so many problems with the with the home screen in general. I mean, we mentioned before on the show like how there's limited flexibility with stacks. You cannot mix and match widgets of multiple sizes. The space the, the 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 spacing and the sizing of the shortcut widget, which is also in this home screen, is so bad. Like why are the shortcuts in the shortcut widget so huge? I feel like you could fit double the number of shortcuts in the shortcuts widget and it would still work. But like I could work. fit a whole row of app icons on either side of the grid, right? Like the that margin, but the margins is, so much space the there. I could are so, put so, so many bad. things on that side. But. I feel like it's not as noticeable in like when you're holding the iPad. But in the screenshots, it's really bad. Well, I I was looking at the screenshot. And I didn't I didn't notice it until you mentioned it. And now I can't stop noticing it because you just get used to it, right? Um, but it's mm-hmm. it's not great. So yeah, Apple must do a better job here. Um, okay, shortcuts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mega temp. <laughs> what do you think it might do? I. Uh, you're setting the temperature of Mega yeah, Studio. Yeah, I, I I have uh, HomeKit radiators. Like HomeKit radiator valves. Oh, okay. And so it just turns them. It's like just it basically activates either on or off. Like so, I tap it, and it's like, do you want it on or off? And it either turn the radiators on or turn the radiators off. Oh no! What? Oh no! What? I just I've been looking at this in Discord, but I just opened it in a new tab in Safari. Uh-huh. Your background image is a picture of wallpaper at a this hotel in LA. Yeah. But your photo yeah. includes a seam in the physical wallpaper. Yeah. And so, like, the leave doesn't line up. Like, if you look next to the TV app icon, it makes it so much worse. What you need to understand very clearly is I don't care, right? Move down eight inches. What you think about this. I know. That's what I was saying. Like, what would it take for you to care? But the and thing is, apparently $5, I don't is the think answer. this is leaves. I know this is wallpaper. Wallpaper has seams. It makes sense to me that it's there, right? I want to Photoshop it and, like, fix it for you. So just let me double check here. You know that by when we say setting a wallpaper on your home screen, we don't mean a physical wallpaper. Wait, what? I right? thought you could only you choose actual <laughs> wallpaper. <laughs> this is like the tall people and looking up to them. You don't have to do that literally. Oh, I've anyway. lost, lost in my life. I don't know. Okay. Okay. Hold on. ShopRep and ShopRep iOS ellipsis. Yeah. Okay. So this is like that is called ShowPrep iOS 15. So I technically, it doesn't need to say that anymore, but I've not decided which one of these two I want to keep because the one on the left, what it does is it will say, hey, what show? Sets a timer and then opens the Google Doc for that related show. The ShowPrep iOS 15 one 
opens a split screen of Safari, Google Docs, and slides in the uh, Apple Note for the uh, in, a, in a slide over. And I just haven't decided which one of those I prefer. So I I've not gotten rid of one or the other yet. Okay. Okay. That's that's because nice. sometimes the, like the doing all of the showing it's like it's not always what I want. Sometimes with some shows I just want to read the document. Like I don't need Safari to be there. So like I just haven't decided which one of these two shortcuts I'm going to keep. So what I will probably do is just rename the other one like and keep them both because then I can just choose whether sure. I want the whole shebang or I just want to open the Google document. My last question for you, Mike, is the so the fantastical widget. You have the Excel fantastical widget, which is a very nice widget. However, is the heat map on the calendar ever useful considering that all the days are yellow? <laughs> I know. This is a particular issue that I have. Like, I wished this could be more relative, right? Well, like, I always have... Because you can see a subtle shade yeah. of orange on busier days, I get, but it's very faint. Of the three options, I prefer this one. I don't like the dots because mm. that's not useful to me at all. I don't like it to just be blank. Like, there are occasions when this is useful to me, but it's rare. But I, I like having the date thing there anyway. And so I'm, I just choose one of the three. Uh, just so you know, there's some stacks. So there's carrot weather underneath Fantastical. Okay. There is a shortcuts underneath Timery, which is just timer-related shortcuts. And the photos widget in the bottom right corner, uh, there is a Widgetsmith photos widget and also a Widgetsmith time zone widget. The only one of those that I have automatically changing is the Carrot and Fantastical one. Well, I mean, besides the wallpaper... Um, and The Economist. And The Economist. <laughs> and Narwhal, which I still don't it's understand just simple. why. Like, every time, this every is time I try to use Apollo, Apollo is I feel like the only way I can get it to a point where I want to use it is by setting 7,000 preferences first. And every time I try... I just give up. This is one of your. It's one things. of my yeah. things. It's one of my things. You don't want to change your mind about. I tried fine. so many times with with Apollo. I'm surprised that Stephen hasn't asked a question. I've got a couple things. Yet. Okay, good. Okay. You have Instagram, which does not have an iPad app. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, but that's a really nice website. <laughs> is it? That oh, web view is really good. Uh, is it? Yeah. I don't think it... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. And you use it enough to to want it on your. I love Instagram. IPad screen. My biggest problem with this, uh -huh. I, I like the widgets at the top. I like the icons beneath them. You'll see that mine is laid out in a similar way. Mm -hmm. What I don't understand is the, the spatial relationship between the timery widget and the photos widget, which here is showing you some sort of food that you've cooked that looks like Brussels, eyeballs. Brussels sprouts. It's Brussels sprouts. It's eyeballs. Eyeballs sprouts. Why are these two like not in a... I like it. It's just it's it feels very strange. I don't it's want like them stacked up against each other. I, I like them kind of split apart like that. Okay. I don't know why I like it, but I just I think visually this makes the most sense for me. You don't think the rest of it? I agree with most of your app choices. I don't like the icon you use for Slack or for Overcast or for One Password, but that's fine. That's totally your call. The Aubergine Slack one is the only one that makes Slack recognizable against all of the other multicolored. Uh, 
app icons that exist in the world. Yeah. It does look like photos. And I try to go back to it sometimes, but I just can't do it. I use overcast in dark mode, so I only ever see gray and blue. So orange would make no freaking sense to me. And what was the other one you didn't like? 1Password. Again, 1Password's always in dark mode. So like, why would I want to see the light mode icon? All right. Well, so that's your first. I have a second screen. Yeah, let's do your second screen. It's not really that much. There's, There's the... And this is the new timery extra large widget. Yeah. Where we can see that you uh, worked uh, four, five hours on Monday. Yep. Five and a half on Tuesday. Yep. And we can see what they're broken up against. A lot of it's blurred out for secrets. And then you have, is that a craft widget? Yeah. For Cortex brand. <laughs> so we can't out. see that you're making a boomerang or whatever it is y'all are doing over there. <laughs> <laughs> and then is this the transit thing that you have on your iPhone? It's called Train Beacon. Train Beacon. And it's it's just like w- a widgets that you can get from place to place. So you can say from X station to Y station and then it shows me all of the train times between those locations. Why no apps? Why not kind of even it out with the first screen? I don't really feel like I need any more apps. Genuinely. Like, between the dock and the first screen, like, there's no other apps that I feel like I need that amount of um, access to. Like, I want more widgets on this screen. I just haven't worked out which ones. Like, the plan is, like, so over time, I've added more widgets to this screen. And so, like, just as more cool widgets appear, I just put them on this screen. Yeah, I guess it is nice to have, like, a landing place for them. And it's just there. Like, this is all mostly just reference stuff. Like, I don't really spend a lot of time on this screen. Like, really, it was mostly because I wanted to make sure I had the train one on there because I do use that the most frequently. And I didn't want to put it on the main screen because I just didn't really feel like I knew where I could go. And then I would have to get rid of app icons. So I was like, oh. And I like the timery stuff. I like just having all the charts or whatever. So I just go for that. So Okay. No comments on my dock or anything. It's just aside from the icon choices you didn't like. I mean, I agree with all the app choices, you know. Uh, I know you use Spark. I think, you know, the the three most recent apps is like totally an individual thing. I don't think I have that on on my iPad mini. I like it enough. I use TweetBot now, by the way, to to look at Twitter. Um, But just every now and then I I like to look at Twitter's notifications thing because it just can be Mm. a bit better. Um, And for searching, Twitter's better than TweetBot. Yes. But I'm uh, I'm mostly using Tweetbot as like my Twitter experience. However, I am, and that's not on the dock anywhere. No, I don't have any Twitter apps on home screens or whatever. Like I just just don't do that. And um, I I will say I'm disappointed in the Mac version of Tweetbot. I feel like the iOS version is doing a lot more cool stuff than the Mac version. Yeah, it's because it's the old version. Like the Mac is still stuck on Tweetbot. And I don't understand why, because it's a subscription app now, right? The, the, yeah, they should. I, the Mac app is yeah. still a separate purchase, I think. Huh. Well, I, don't, I don't think it's gotten like yeah, lumped it's, in. It's not up to speed with the with the subscription. It's plan very peculiar yet. to me because it's like I feel like they're adding loads of stuff to the iOS app, and so I just kind of wonder why they're not touching the mac app at all like i just i don't know they're just, it's just like strange because like it feels like there's stuff being added to the ios app which is like hey we've made a nice new design for the profile it's like great this is nice but i didn't need it i would kind of like you to maybe do something with the mac app but hey i'm a good time owner in the business so this is kind of where right. i am my ipad mini i feel like i got off that one pretty well i knew the thing that i knew was going to happen happened outside of that I feel pretty good 
This episode of Connected is made possible by our friends at Capital One. If you've ever hit a technical snafu while shopping online, you know it can give you a headache. Maybe a payment field doesn't work or a mobile banking app has been down when you really need it. Capital One believes everyone deserves better banking. This means easier access to their money and more security. That's why Capital One is investing in machine learning. Machine learning allows Capital One to do things like fight fraud with random forests, with models that quickly detect suspicious activity and make it faster to alert federal investigators. And they identify how mobile app outages happen with casual models. Keeping their mobile app up and running, it doesn't happen by accident. Anomaly detection and incident response help determine why app outages happen so engineers can quickly remedy them. That means we can do our online banking more quickly, having available to us all the time. Capital One also speeds up online shopping with machine learning at the edge. They make shopping with virtual card numbers smoother and more secure. This technology is based on logistic regression models and running inference in the browser. It identifies payment fields, which helps make using virtual card numbers easier and faster. The potential of machine learning is so big. See how Capital One is using machine learning to create the future of banking. Just search machine learning at Capital One to learn more. Our thanks to Capital One for supporting the show and Relay FM. All right, my turn. Okay. Also an iPad mini? Yes. Okay. What is this background? It is the dark theme Monterey background. I like my iPad to feel like it's a real computer, so I give it a Mac OS wallpaper sometimes. Wasn't your... Oh, yeah, and you use an iPad mini for that. It wasn't your whole thing about the iPad mini that you were happy it didn't make you feel that way about it being a real computer? I'm there, but it's not there yet, you know, coaching it along. Motor trend. Yeah, I I got sucked into some, like, car reality show, and so it's there in the app. Oh, what's that? What's the car reality show? What is the name of it? I'll find it for you. Motor trend. Motor trend. New cars. Kobo Rakuten. (laughs) Rakuten Kobo. Rakuten. (laughs) Why? I have an old Kindle Oasis with the battery with the push buttons because that's the way you should turn pages in an ebook reader. And one of the buttons has died on it, and it's way out of warranty. And this was happening about the time that our friend Jason was writing about the Kobo readers, how great they are. So I, I bought one and like did DRM things, and all my books are on the Kobo, and I've been I've, I've bought a couple <laughs> books. It's weird. I'm not completely sold on it yet. I feel weird that like what happens when I want to read a book that's not available on Kobo that's only on Amazon. That hasn't happened yet, but maybe it could. I don't know. So that used to be the Kindle app, but now that I'm reading on a Kobo, this is the Kobo Books app in its place. What is the Kobo? But the icon is horrific. Kobo. What is the Kobo app like? It's okay. Okay. It's um I mean it's I think it's very similar to the Kindle app. Like it's pretty basic. But fine. You have a very like straight laced home screen. Everything's in mm-hmm. rows. Yeah. You know? Mm. It's like three widgets, two app rows. Mm-hmm. And this is the only screen. Yeah, I noticed that. There's a lot of light blue. There's a lot of light blue icons in the world. There's a lot of And I think it looks nice with the purple. It's not wallpaper. It's not a very exciting home screen. I think the most exciting thing on this home screen is the Bible. <laughs> I was gonna say that you beat me to it. <laughs> At least you have a chance to oh, to read, you know, the Holy Word. 
on this home screen? I think this came up when we did my iPhone as well. Yeah, it's never going to stop. I'm sorry, and I apologize to everyone. Uh, it's a quite, it's a quite the range, you know, on the same row. You go from Apple TV and Hulu to the Bible. It's a bit, it is. It's right. In context with other things, is it really? <laughs> it's like it feels like nothing else is important enough. But I guess, you know, someone's got to get to YouTube. <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> uh, the reader icon, though, you chose that blue. Yes. It's aggressive. The, the brown yeah, looked bad one. against the wallpaper. Uh-huh. And the red made it look very confusing with good links, which is right next to it. And so blue it was. I think we've spoken about this before, but Todoist has no real good app icons. Nope. They're all just I, like, which one will you accept? Yeah, I accept this one. I don't like the solid red one because the badge kind of blends into it. And so mine is white with the red checks. It's not great, but I feel like it's one of the least offensive ones. What is the Motor Trend show you're watching? Oh, I didn't even actually look. Let me see. I don't actually have my iPad out here. There's something I need to ask you about Okay. on this home screen, but it's not about the home screen itself. It's about the photo that is shown <laughs> on the home screen. There's Mary picturing in this photo. She's making a, she's making a funny face. She's sitting at a desk. Um, on this desk, there's a pair of Pikachu headphones. Whoa! Can you provide some context here? Why do you keep these things from us? You know we want to know if you've got Pikachu Why headphones. Why do you have Pikachu headphones? Our youngest child is very into Pokemon. And for his birthday or something last year, we got him some Pokemon headphones. So this, this photo is from last year when Mary was teaching remotely, uh-huh. uh, the beginning mm-hmm. of the pandemic. And she also sees she has a webcam yeah. and like a light. This is kind of like On where like she taught from. Right? Yes. Yeah. Um, like a real and like that, I rolled that workbench in for her to use as a desk. Pikachu headphones, mm-hmm. man. See, you keep these things from us. Yeah, um, Mary is the best thing on these home screens. True, Mary and the Bible. I think um, a single, a single test flight beta, and it's overcast. Yeah, I don't. I have other betas, but they're all on my iPhone. Like I don't do any time tracking in uh, on the iPad, so Timery's mm-hmm. not there. I think Slack is a beta, but it doesn't show in the in the dock. Home, okay. home, yeah. Just like, what do you what do you need the app icon for? Like, I have a we have a lot of HomeKit stuff going on now. Okay, and the iPad is actually the iPad Mini is kind of a nice like because I use it mostly like in the evenings, and on my iPhone on the Today View, I have several widgets that are like shortcuts that trigger HomeKit stuff. But on the iPad, I find it really easy to just open it and like find the button. So, but like there not Control Center though. Like you don't, it doesn't work for you. Uh, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's just right there. It seemed seemed easy enough. I I notice you just you seem to be refusing to tell us what this Motor Trend thing is. You keep saying I'm gonna go find yeah, out. Yeah, something and then about you, it. And then you just it's stay a- quiet about it. And then I ask you again because it's a little embarrassing. Yeah, see, I knew it was, and that's why I need you to t- tell me what it is, so yep. then you can live it. There's something, you know, you, you know what? What bothers me here? There's something shady about this home screen. It feels like you're hiding something. <laughs> this is the home screen of someone who's hiding something. Wow. Either a page or something else in the app library. This is the home. This is the goes back to your mysterious character that we mentioned a while back 
Mm-hmm. There's something else on the home screen. Like either in the today column, you must have some really embarrassing widget in there or something else in the app library that you're not showing. This is a, this is a, a home screen that you prepared for this episode. <sighs> it's really not, or I would have hidden the motor trend one. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really that I don't use my iPad mini for any, almost anything more than what's, what you see here. Like occasionally I will open something in Google Sheets or, you know, like a text editor, like I have IA Writer and a couple others installed. But this iPad is mostly like reading and social media stuff. Mm. And so this really is like, if I was going to do a second screen, I don't even know what it would look like mics. I'd be like, I'd have some widgets, but I have no other apps that I use on a regular basis on this thing other than this grid. Federico, I reckon it's the content inside of these applications was where yeah. the real secrets mm. are like what's in what's in good links you know i think yeah because otherwise this looks like one of those uh, marketing home screens from apple.com oh look it's perfect this person has a calendar a picture of his wife the bible and apple music and apple tv <laughs> it's like yeah okay <laughs> what it is is like you know like the mob they like buy a store and then they keep the shop front the same right so it's like it's like it's yep. like you know it's, it's like a fake store or whatever. That's what this is. It's like all of the all of the action is going on inside of these applications, but like hmm. out on the, from the front, it all seems like just hunky dory, you know. It's pretty hunky dory. Yeah, seems like it. I'm taking music. So you listen? Do you listen to music on your iPad or like what is? What are you doing? I do. So I have a Bluetooth speaker set up in the in the garage, and uh-huh. so I'll use it out there if I'm working on something. Uh-huh. Uh, and also use that speaker sometimes for uh, Apple Fitness Plus if I don't want to use my AirPods for whatever reason. So yeah, right. the music, it doesn't get a ton of use, but I felt like it was enough to put on the iPad. Same, same with Overcast. All right. I have nothing more. I feel like I was relatively unscathed. This episode of Connected is made possible by Memberful. Memberful is the easiest way to sell memberships to an audience used by some of the biggest creators on the web. Generate sustainable recurring income while diversifying your revenue stream. You've heard us talk about the Relay FM membership program. Well, that is built on Memberful, and it has been since day one, years and years ago. Memberful is really easy to work with. It makes it easy to generate extra revenue streams for our business and deliver bonus content to our members. We're an advertising-based business, but more and more we want to be a membership-based business, and we're looking to continue to grow that, and Memberful is the right tool for us to do so. We can deliver podcasts and extra content and newsletters, everything right through Memberful, and it makes it really easy for our members to join, to manage their accounts, to get access to all of that content. It's just a win-win. Maybe you're already producing content and relying on advertising, but Memberful makes it easy to diversify that income. They have everything you need, including custom branding, gift subscriptions, Apple Pay, free trials, private podcast feeds, and more. And now you can even send paid email newsletters directly through Memberful without needing to connect to a third-party email provider. You can even then publish that paid newsletter content on a Memberful-hosted members-only website so people can check it out online. I know we've really enjoyed that. It's been really popular. I think it's a great feature. And there's no additional fee for it. It's just included in Memberful's pro and premium plans. If you're a content creator, Memberful can help you monetize your passion. Get started for free at memberful.com slash connected. There's no credit card required. That's memberful.com slash connected. 
Go there now to check it out. It could be the start of something really exciting for you and your business. Our thanks to Memberful for their support of the show and Relay FM. Main event time. That's right. Here we go. Federico Vitici's iPad Pro. The, f- the first thing I was struck by was I was going to say, hey, how do you get the text to be so small? And then I realized, oh, no, wait. This is a bigger iPad. That's why like, there's so much more space in the shortcuts widget and stuff like that. So, I, I mean, I'm struck by a bunch of things. So I'm just going to, Stephen, if you're happy, I'm just going to start picking some of these apart. Okay. What is Share Menu? Share Menu is a, uh, well, first of all, you obviously do not read Mac Stories Weekly, which pains me greatly, but still. I have Mac Stories Weekly goes into my RSS client and when I have some time, I'll go through and read it. I don't read everything because Mac Stories Weekly is a lot of incredible information for a low, low price. But sometimes there's more information than I want to consume at any point. Share Menu is my replacement for the shortcut integration with the Share Sheet. I don't know if you remember how Workflow used to be uh, that you had. If it helps, I do remember you talking about this on Mac Stories, so I do. Uh, no, sorry, yeah. on App Stories. That's the name of your show, right? Okay. So you know, at least yeah. I got that part yes. of the Federico Vitici Empire. Thank you. So Workflow used to have a run workflow extension in the Share Sheet that when you tapped it, it showed you a grid of your shortcuts with colors. I miss that because now you get all the individual shortcuts in the share sheet and I just prefer to have a single place where I can trigger all of my sh- shortcuts mm. and see their colors, which by default shortcuts doesn't do anymore. So I built a shortcut to run other shortcuts and it's in, usually I trigger it from my share sheet. However, I also built share menu so that I can use it as a widget from the home screen and you may say, but there's no share sheet there. In that case, it takes whatever is in my clipboard. So uh, the same extensions that I see in the share sheet, I tap this shortcut and I basically run another shortcut. There's a list in alphabetical order that says app debuts or weekly link or Apple frames and whatever is in my clipboard becomes the input for another shortcut. It's just a launcher, basically. It's a launcher for other shortcuts. This was the second screenshot that you shared of us. I think you shared one earlier. I don't know what changed. But the second one has helped me understand something I didn't understand about the first one, which is that you have music in a picture-in-picture thing. I was like, what is that window? Just like not in the grid. How are you doing that? <laughs> you realize th- So this is going to be an article on Mac Stories at okay. some point soon, I hope. I mean, he won't read it. Uh, yeah, I won't read it, so I, I might as well just mention it to you here. It's this new uh-huh. utility called Floating. It's called Floating Player, uh-huh. and it's exactly what it what it is. It's custom picture in picture for for what is playing in music. This is meant to solve a very specific problem, which is I do not like to reach out to Control Center to see what's playing. Because I guess you can slide this off to the side, right? Yes, but in this case, you may see how I kept the bottom right corner of my iPad home screen empty so that floating player can sort of, you know, be tucked in there and it doesn't bother anything else. Like it doesn't float on top of anything else because that spot of my home screen is empty. 
I wish that it was properly aligned with the rest of the widgets, <laughs> uh, but the picture-in-picture thing snaps to other corners of the screen. But yes, uh, this is an iPhone utility that you can install on the iPad. You, you run it in compatibility mode, it's fine. But it's one of the things that has been made possible by iOS 15 because developers can now do custom picture-in-picture in, picture in iOS huh. 15. And this developer figured out how to do basically a now-playing screen, but it runs in picture-in-picture. Picture. And you can skip, play, and pause. It's nice. And it shows you the album art. So that that's cool. And um, this is pulling from Apple's music app, though, right? That's cool. Yeah, yeah. whatever is playing in, in the music app. Or uh, in my case, I use Marvis um, as my main music player because I like to scrabble. I, I like to scrabble, man. <laughs> He's still scrabbling? Need to scrabble. He's I'm still, still scrabbling. scrabbling. I'm scrabbling all the time. I'm all day scrabbling. That's what Every I do. day I'm scrabbling. What, have you had any interesting data presented to you from your scrabbling ways? Well, okay, so I, yeah, I absolutely love the Last.fm reports that they do. They do weekly and monthly reports that are actually way more useful than whatever Apple is doing with the Apple Music Replay thing. The Last.fm reports are actually cool. I love them. I am having a bit of a problem, like, as we speak, like, this morning I wasted two hours. Context. This whole Last.fm thing started because I was following the advice of friend of the show, friend of Mac Stories, Jason Tate of Chorus FM. Chorus FM is my favorite music website. If you are about my age, you may remember a website called absolutepunk.net from back in the day. Chorus FM is the new Absolute Punk. If you were into the whole emo punk rock scene in the mid-2000s, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Jason is still running the website, but it's now called Chorus FM. Jason turned me on to um, Last FM. Jason also built this very cool project, which we linked on Mac Stories. It's an it's a Raspberry Pi connected to a very small, like, four-inch display that sits on his desk and shows him all the time uh, whatever is playing on Apple Music at the moment. It built this with the Last.fm API so that it shows him like real-time scrubbles. <laughs> and so I ordered the parts to also build this uh, Last.fm like my real-time scrubble display. Scrubble I got, I got, I got a Raspberry Pi Zero, like what's it called? A Raspberry Pi Zero W, W stands for Wi-Fi. And the screen, actually, John shipped the screen to me from the US. I have all the parts, but my Raspberry Pi Zero is not connecting to Wi-Fi. It just doesn't want to do it. I followed all the tutorials, all the things. It just doesn't want to connect to my Wi-Fi. I wasted two hours this morning trying to get it on the Wi-Fi, but nothing. I don't know anything about this thing, um, but what I'll ask is, does it support 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi networks? No, but I turned it off. I already knew there was going to be a potential problem. So I'm running my network on the 2.4. I followed all the online tutorials. It just doesn't want to do it. So, hey, if you had this kind of issue and you have a Pi Zero W with an Orbi network by Netgear, hey, let me know on Twitter, maybe. Anyway, 
Last FM, very useful. I love it. I'm a pro subscriber. Amazing. I listen to Marvis, which is also in my so dock, uh, right there with the blue icon. Scrubbling. That's one of my favorite moments of this show ever. When you admitted to with being back on Last FM, it was just like incredible. I feel like we got to ask the thing that everyone wants to know. Okay. What is weak board? Oh, that's a good task. That's good task. Okay. Interesting. They have the Kanban, the Kanban view mode. Yep. And uh, and I like it because it's um, three days at a time is how I like to think about like my schedule. Apple does four days in the calendar widget uh, uh, on above. I would prefer to choose like three days, like uh, just show me the three, the next three days. That would be really nice if you could just like look at those two widgets and they were like in sync. Matching. That would be really yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Federica, what you have right now would be so upsetting to me. I know. If I had to look at this all the time. With I know. It not matching like I that. I, tr Oof. I try not to care, but again maybe someone else has made the calendar widget that I want. Basically, what I want is the Apple widget because everything about it works for me, except let me choose the number of days. Just mm. Let me choose that. So three days. Today, tomorrow, day after tomorrow. Uh, that's it. That's all mm -hmm. I want. But it, uh, they won't let me do it. So... While we're on a uh, good task thing, there's just I'm finding out interesting things about you. Just like looking at this list. Right, mm. we've got like T's YouTube watch later system. So like these these patented, trademarked, copyright Federico Vitici Twitter yeah. teasers, they are pre-planned and scheduled and everything. Look at the one above it. Start writing Switch frame. That's a Nintendo Switch thing, surely. Yes. It's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's Apple frames for, for the Nintendo Switch. For something we are doing next week on Mac Stories that we are going to announce on Friday. Well, it's overdue so, by a few hours to get started. Announced the announcement. No, I mean, the thing, I, the thing I've already written, it's the announcement that's going out on Friday. Let's go through some of the apps on the dock because you use some apps that other people may not use. You've got Safari, App Store, uh, Spark, Files. Hmm. Yes. Working yes. Copy. Yes. Which is the text editor that you can work use with Git. Yeah, it's, uh, for the Git commits and, and all that jargon. Yeah. Yeah. Good Tasks, we just mentioned. Yes. The next one yes. is, I forget the name of it, but it's the fast entry for Apple Reminders, right? Yes. Remind me faster. Yes. That's the name. What a name. <laughs> oh, look, it's called that. Okay. <laughs> I don't doubt it's called that, but it's a funny, it's a funny lovely, name. Lovely, lovely developer. Don't doubt that lovely either. Developer. Name's still funny. Great person. Name is still funny. Great person. Name, I look, I love when apps own what they do. Uh -huh. Like, imagine if Timery was called... Track your time. Better than the or terrible toggle app lets you. That's the full name of timer. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a very... What is this? Remind me faster. Oh, I guess... I, yep. Yeah, sure. Yeah, what does it do? It uh, helps me remind me faster. Uh, timery. Music. Yes. What's the one next to music? Liar. Marvis. Marvis. For the scrobbles. Uh, it does look like liar. That's what I thought it was at first. Messages. Just smack dab in the middle. That's such a weird place. I mean, I guess I understand because it's next to Discord, but like, it's just weird to me to have messages like so far in. 
but it's just a personal preference thing. You know, I just always have it towards an end. It's the little, uh, the little message. Yeah, yeah, corner. yeah, yeah. Di- yeah. Then you have Discord photos, Reader with Apollo. What is this brain icon? Yes. <laughs> it's just some big brain stuff going on right here. So this is an icon. Big brain. So what if I told you that I made made a shortcut? What you? No. That lets that lets you make icons based on SF symbols. Anyway. Ooh. I get this is an icon that I made myself. Can I have that shortcut, please? Yes, please. Ah, uh, now, uh, now you want it, huh? Well, yes. Yeah, because yeah. now I know what it is. I couldn't have wanted it before I knew what it was. As soon as I found out what it was, I wanted it. <laughs> like, what's the issue here? Anyway, uh, in this case, this, this icon is used for a shortcut that is called Capture. When I tap it, it opens... It, this, so this is the Obsidian corner. So this, I thought you were saying that this was the shortcut to create the... Uh, no, you made this. No, no, no. The icon was made. The icon was made with that shortcut. Right. I want that one. And I used it. Okay. I used it for a an obsidian to launch obsidian and trigger a command called on my mind that lets me save a quick thought into my right. dashboard. Right. It's mm-hmm. all it does. It launches obsidian and it displays a, an input uh, field to type some text. And when I hit done, the text is prepended to a section of my dashboard, meaning it goes to the top of the list. So it's the latest thought that I had that is, well, on my mind. That's what the section is called. This is like, I could imagine if Apple were writing this, it would be appended to top or appended to bottom. Like Yes, appended to top. <laughs> appended to top. Yes, that's exactly what they would call it. Look, it's not prepended. It's to appended top. to the top. It's like indent uh, left. out indent dent left, left and indent in right. The, indent left. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, then there's obsidian, yes. and then and the next icon is also made with the shortcut that I mentioned before, and it uh, this is a, a, another obsidian launcher that just opens my dashboard. Right. It opens my dashboard note in preview mode, so that I see all my fancy sections and rich links and all the things that I've saved. You're using yep. my favorite tweetbot icon, the New Year icon. So good. Mm-hmm. Yes. It's a very good one. And then shortcuts. And then, what is in your app library there? Ah, I know you would ask about Express that. ExpressVPN is the top left one. ExpressVPN, I use it for HBO Max and Showtime because I want to watch Yellow Jackets and Showtime. So that's what I'm using it for. Is that some kind of game? Sofa. I think that's an alternative icon for Sofa, the media tracker. Ah, okay. The yep. megaphone icon is an internal Mac Stories application called ReleaseBot, made by the one true son Finn Voorhis to keep track of updates from the App Store. So we track app updates using ReleaseBot. And uh, yeah, I love it. It's, it's a great app, but it's only for us. So I'm what sorry. are you using Craft for? Is uh, shared uh, Mac Stories documentation right, okay. and show notes with John. Huh. We don't use, we haven't used Google Docs in like a year at this point. I would love to use Craft for our show, but it just won't work when we're recording. Like it's just because you know what we're like. We're moving stuff left, right, and center all over the place. Uh, I mean, uh, look, I think, I think, I think you think Craft is slower 
than it actually is. It's not, not well, as immediate what I know is, as Google I think Docs. I know based on a test that I did like a year ago, unless it's gotten any better. I think it has gotten better, a, a lot better. I'm sure it's always getting better. Like, But what I want is what I have, which is instant. And I don't, no one can do that, it seems like. Yeah, but Craft is nicer than Google Docs. So I mean, sometimes. I mean, it's also fine for app stories because, it, like, we're not we're not recording app stories live. There isn't a lot of like, you know, oh, we need to change this in real time. We can just stop and change it and start over. This is the iPad home screen of somebody who's hiding something. <laughs> no, no, no! You cannot just use my. You cannot use my line on me. There's no apps. Except was in the dock. Exactly. That's why you can do it on iPad Pro on a real computer. You you can put all your apps in the dock and summon the dock from anywhere. I mean, I can put as many apps in the dock on my iPad Mini. I then just can't launch them. I can't launch them anymore, but I can have them there. They're they're tiny dots. <laughs> I could just use the Apple Pencil to launch all my apps. The thing that really and I see this in your iPhone screenshots too is that you use light mode. Oh yeah, I I really don't like dark mode. I use dark mode on my phone all the time, and on my iPad I use it all the time. But on the Mac I don't like it. But is, uh, you just seem like you'd be a dark mode person. No, it's too low contrast for me. And uh, when dark mode, I, I've tried to use it for like I've done like okay, I'm gonna go a full day with dark mode, and at the end of the day I feel nervous about it. Like my phone is not my phone anymore. I just cannot live with it. It's too low contrast and everything is dark and I feel like I need to squint all the time to read text. I really don't like it. I don't know how Mike does it, honestly. I'm 100% dark mode 100% of the time on 100% of my devices. Light mode is just too too bright. I mean, are you still 100% brightness guy as well? Okay. No, No, I switched to auto brightness a few years ago. And I caved. I feel like your eyes will ultimately thank you for that. Because I was thinking about this recently. Also for battery life. Yeah, that too. I was thinking about this recently with the iPad, like in it having like a million nits and was worrying about your eyes. Mm -hmm. So I'm pleased that that you're not searing your retinas with this. uh... Do you want to know where the wallpaper is from? I assume you made it from a shortcut. No, I wish that I I wish that I could do that sort of gradient with the shortcut. There, there's a bunch of colors in here that I cannot do. I don't think you can do that kind of gradient with CSS and HTML. If you can, please let me know, <laughs> uh, and I can work on it. Um, <gasps> I stole this wallpaper. Where from? From Apple. Wait, it's like the big wallpaper <laughs> so, heist. So, <laughs> so I I recently went to the manage my Apple ID page and I noticed that there was an animation that I really liked. <laughs> it was like multiple colored dots moving around the Apple logo. And I thought, oh, those are some nice colors. I want to steal that graphic. And so I inspected the source wow. like a real hacker. Real hacker. And I realized that the, the dot animation was actually some fancy CSS effect that Apple is doing on top of uh, of an image. This is the image that they oh, use. Oh, yeah. I see that. That's nice, that animation. This is at appleid.apple.com. Yeah. This looks like a design for and, WWDC. Uh, 
that he didn't use or something. Yeah, it's yeah. very nice, right? It's like surprisingly nice for the Apple ID webpage. Uh-huh. I noticed those colors, and I thought those rainbow colors, they're really nice. And so uh, by looking at the source, I realized that this is actually some fancy animation that Apple is doing to impose this, sort of superimpose these dots on top of the image. The image is the wallpaper that I'm using. This is replaced that page with the picture of the person, right? Yeah, it's it's newly redone. Yeah, it's way better looking than that annoying image, which I would feel like we're all very familiar with for having to go to create like, what are they called? Mm-hmm. App specific passwords or something. Yes, that's exactly how it happened. I needed to create an app specific password for Fantastical. And uh, that's how I stole a wallpaper from Apple. I hate that system with a fiery passion. Me too. Because one, they make me do it. Two, I have to periodically clean it out because, oh, you've used them all. Yep. Why is there a limit to this? Like, it's very annoying to me, that whole system. Man, I pulled this image, Federico. It's tiny. It's only like 756 pixels across. Yeah, you can zoom it. Oh, no, you know what I did? I used uh, Pixelmator Pro. Yeah, um, <laughs> super resolution, baby. <laughs> <laughs> that's good and then i pinch to zoom and it's fine it doesn't bother me this it's, is it's the a... this is the ipad wallpaper of like a real power user right here you inspected the source you up it with machine learning i'm a hacker yeah I did. you really are you're like a modern hacker who uses machine learning i looked at the dom of the web page uh-huh. I got. I saw that the JS was making a request to an image. All the fancy words in the DOM, and the DOM, and the XML, and all the things. Load set. And now, I'm load. What is that? Yes. Load set. It loads. Yeah, it loads. Uh, it lets me choose a fantastical calendar mm. set. Uh, I have one called uh, one that is just the default one. One for podcasts. And another for music and video game releases. Very nice. And the nice thing about it is that each set uh, loads also a specific view. So like uh, the main set loads a week view. But for example, music and video game releases, they switch to the month view so that I see, you know, multiple releases in the same month. I'm obviously assuming Fantastic Hell does not have the widget you want either. Right. No. No one's got it. (laughs) No, it does not. No one's got it for Federica. So yeah, this is a uh, one screen. I never use the app library, by the way. Uh, big spotlight user. I told you how I disabled. Oh no, I mentioned this on App Stories. I think I disabled all the content sources in Spotlight, except for names of apps. And you don't want it to be surfacing stuff to you, basically. N- nope. I just want it. I just want it to be a launcher. I'm not sure if I've ever found that useful. Me neither. Like, I I feel like the only time I've ever wanted it to give me stuff, like it doesn't give me the thing I want. You know, I'm like, oh, where is this? Whatever. I'll search for it. Maybe it will be shown to me from the files app. Nope, that's not going to happen. So that's the home screen. See, that wasn't too bad, was it? It was fine. Less mean. See, I told you. Uh, I liked it. Thank you. Uh, I almost accept your wallpaper even at this point. I think it's kind of cute and charming. So you know, look. Here's the thing about the, I've I've already defended myself on this one, so I defend myself on it again. It makes me happy. 
It's fine. You know? Okay. Like, I know it's weird. But I just want to remind you that you would change it for $5,000. So everybody's got a price, including you with your wallpaper. Look, at a certain point, I had to say yes, right? Because otherwise people are going to think that there's something wrong with me. Mm-hmm. When realistically... You did, you did it for the optics, right? I, I wouldn't That's do it. If you gave me five grand, <laughs> I wouldn't do it. No. <laughs> I just, I'll say this at the end of the show. There's people here. There, why... You know, I'm I'm not going to put a price on my happiness. That's why you should have answered in the first place. Yeah, but I didn't have a good answer for it then because you blindsided me by starting to offer me cash, you know? Yeah, yeah, and you you like cash. Well, not enough to change my wallpaper. Who doesn't? Okay, how about 10? No, I just told you. (laughs) (laughs) It's not happening. It's not happening. (laughs) All right. I think, well, except if it was 68.7 billion. Because then I would just buy the Beverly Hills Hotel <laughs> and then just go look at the wallpaper every single day because I live there. You would, in that case, you would wear the wallpaper. You can actually. Oh, That's the thing you like, can do. Yeah. They s- you can make a suit out, out of that wallpaper. They sell that. Okay, so there you go. Why haven't you bought it? Because it's all really expensive, the, the, the merchandise. But I'm giving you $5,000. I don't even know if that would pay for some of the stuff that they sell in that thing. Oh, yeah, wow. It's, okay. It's pretty mad. Because the wallpaper design right. is like, it's just theirs. They're like very protective of it because people like me enjoy it. I think that does it this week, y'all. Please let me go eat. I'm starving. <laughs> no one stop. You know. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please release Please. me. <laughs> Please release me. If you want to find links to the stuff we spoke about, head on over to the website, relay.fm slash connected slash 381. There'll be links to all of our iPad home screens there as well, so you can see and follow along. You can find us all online. Mike is on Twitter as I-M-Y-K-E. He hosts a bunch of other shows here on Relay FM. Anything else you're up to this week, Mike? Oh, I'm uh, on Friday. Uh, I'm streaming, uh, as I usually do, at Mike.Live, and we're doing something called State of the Caps, which was <laughs> name come up with by Matt, who's one of the mods of the Discord. And I'm just going to talk about some of my favorite keyboard products of the last year. And I'm only doing it because the name of the stream is so good. So we're doing that. You can find Federico online at Vitici, V-I-T-I-C-C-I. He's the editor-in-chief of MacStories.net. And I guess the writer of uh, whatever Switch Frames is. Yes. That's, find uh, out more later this week. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter as ISMH, and I write over at 512pixels.net. I'd like to thank our sponsors this week, Squarespace, Smile, Capital One, and Memberful. If you want to get a longer ad-free version of the show, you can join at relay.fm slash connected. Two little join buttons up at the top of the page. Uh, We'd love to have you as part of Connected Pro. I think that does it. So until next week, guys, say goodbye. Arrivederci. See you later. Bye, y'all.